0: good evening everyone hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are as always we like to say praise the lord thank the lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together as always he's a merciful god and gives us many chances to take heed to what he is saying. This is week 64. We're keeping on rolling. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do live stream weekly Bible studies with a topic each and every week coming straight from the Word of God. And if you've been with us for a while, welcome back. And again, thank you for tuning in week in and week out and listening to our podcast, which is shortly uploaded after we go off offline. Off, off line. So from the title, we'll be talking about relying on the Lord. There are so many of us that rely on outside sources other than just relying on the lord because the lord said he will provide for us and when it comes to this bible there are so many things and there are so many stories and all of our questions are answered if we just take a look if you have a question on baptism how to get baptized how are we supposed to can we get re-baptized all of that is in there uh, i remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about um, a person named cushy and the video preachers running without the message a lot of us have no idea that these types of stories are in the Bible and we're going to cover another one tonight we're going to talk about a person who sought outside sources instead of relying on the Lord and we'll see how that story goes so we hope you guys get something out of this message and enjoy it so without any further ado I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks and we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message thank you Melvin and as always we like to start by saying
1: a prayer Uh, I know you've heard me say it over and over, but that's what we like to do. And so if you guys can and will bow your heads with us as we join in this prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word, to grow closer to you. Lord, we thank you for how you've kept us over the week the month, the years, uh, every day, every second, Lord, we thank you for how you've continued to watch over, shield, and protect us. Lord, we're thanking you, thanking you for all the many blessings that you continually bestow upon us, Lord, and we know we're not worthy. We know we don't deserve these things, Lord, but your mercy is everlasting. You're so kind. You're so so merciful, so gracious to us, and so, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we're praying that you will continue to do these things for us, Lord. We're praying for our family members, our friends, those that are sick, our enemies, Lord, unsaved, the saved. We're praying for all people, Lord, that we would all find your grace, find your mercy, find your truth, find your light. In this world where there is so much darkness, Lord, we're praying that we would always remember that there is joy in the midst of every storm. No matter what kind of situation we're going through right now, Lord, we're praying that we would continue to rely on you. Lord, the songwriter said you're closer than our skin. And, Lord, we know you're right there always. We just have to rely on you and seek you. So, Lord, we're praying that we would continue to remember this despite what's happening in the world around us. And we pray these many blessings in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, as Melvin already mentioned, we're talking about relying on the lord i was talking i like to talk to people and i was talking to someone uh this past week and we we began to talk about uh modern technology <laughs> we began to talk about modern medicine and this person began to tell me how we wouldn't be where we are if we didn't have modern medicine. Sometimes I let people slide with some things that they say, and sometimes I just can't help myself because I don't want to sit around and argue with people all day. That's a waste of time, but sometimes I just can't help myself, and I'm reminded, and I reminded this person because this is a person who says they believe in God, and so my question to them was, and we we we'll, we may pick this up tonight at some point but my question was where was modern medicine where was modern technology when people lived to be 400 500 600 700 800 900 years old where was modern technology then where was medicine then where was anesthesia back then we didn't we didn't have it humanity did not have that at the beginning of time and yet they still outlived us today and we have benadryl we have tylenol they didn't have tylenol then they didn't have a lot of the the uh, things that we look to today things that we rely on they didn't have those things and so the conclusion that i found is that we must rely on god because I also ask, our goal as uh, believers, as, as Christians, as those who desire to be Christ-like, our goal is to make it to heaven. And so I'm wondering, are we thinking that modern technology is going to keep us alive forever when we get to heaven? Or do we think it's going to be God? So what I've found is that so many of God's people, we're not relying on the Lord. We're relying on these other things that we have seen since we've been born. And we feel as if these things are what's going to take care of us. But we have gotten sidetracked. We've gotten sideswiped. Somebody has deceived us. And we... Are not relying on the Lord as we think we are so I want to look in the book of Chronicles 2nd Chronicles uh, we'll pick up the focus verse first
0: 2nd uh, Chronicles 16 and verse 12 and Asa in the 30 and ninth year of his reign was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceeding great yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord but to the physicians now this is the stage That the world is in at this very
1: moment. We're seeking physicians. We're all looking. There's a disease on the loose. And it's affecting more than our feet. There's a disease running rampant in the world. And right now we're looking to the physicians for the answer. And the reason I know this is because the only people we're focused on is the physicians on top of that something we find is that in the world today people don't even want you to go to church now we say we're relying on God and that he is going to provide for us he's going to take care of us and yet we say we can't go to church though we don't want you to be in the church It's okay if you go to your job, though. That's all right, because that's essential. (laughs) It's all right to do that. It's okay if you have to go to Walmart. That's essential. You can't live unless you go to Walmart, because you have to eat. You got to get bread. But the Bible tells me man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth, out of the mouth of God, we get the word from the preacher. Romans 10 told us that. And so something that's happening before our very eyes, we're seeing that we're seeking and we're relying on things other than the Lord because somebody has fooled us. Somebody has fooled us into thinking you cannot go to church. And in fact, in some places, they won't even allow you. And the reason why is because we're relying on the physicians to heal us. We're not praying to God and saying, God, remove this disease. Bless these physicians to figure out a cure. Because without God, there is going to be no cure without Christ. So what we find here. Is a king here. Asa. He has a disease. In his feet. And yet. The issue is. He didn't seek the Lord for help. He said. I must go to someone who has an answer. I must go to the physician. So I want to go back first. Before we. Before we figure out everything going on here. I want to go back to. Chronicles, second chronicles still in the same chapter, same book, excuse me. But back to the fourteenth chapter, and we'll pick up uh verse eight.
0: All right. And Asa had an army of men that bear targets and spears out of Judah three hundred thousand, and out of Benjamin that bare shields and drew bows, two hundred and fourscore thousand. All of these were mighty men of Valor. Now he had a large army. This is the king now.
1: He is the king of Judah. He has a large army. So
0: let's see what happens here. And there came out against them Zerah the Ethiopian with an host of a thousand thousand and three hundred chariots and came unto Meresha. Mm-hmm. Then Asa went out against him and they set the battle in array in the valley of Zebetha at Meresha. Mm-hmm. And Asa cried unto the Lord, his God, and said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God, let no man prevail against thee. Now, Asa here, he's, got, he's relying on the Lord.
1: He has his mind right. He's in the right frame of mind here. He's calling on the Lord. God has to save us. In other words, is what he's saying. God has to take care of us. He has to provide for us. We see something different here from what we just read in the 16th chapter. Here, he's calling on the
0: Lord. And look at how God comes through for him, all right? So the Lord smote the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. God took care of him. He's the same God today.
1: All he's wanting from us is to rely on him, to seek him. That's all he wants us to do. So now let's flip back over to the 16th chapter once again.
0: And let's go. uh, Let's just start at verse one. In the sixth and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa, Basha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah. To the intent that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, Asa, king of Judah. So now the king of Israel comes up
1: against Asa, who is the king of Judah. He comes up against him.
0: All right. Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, that dwelt at Damascus, saying, Mm -hmm. There is a league between me and thee. As there was between my father and thy father, behold, I have sent thee silver and gold. Go break thy league with Basha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. He He's
1: sending to Benadad and telling him, he said, Look, come save us. The king of Israel is coming to take over. We need your help. But now we don't find him go before the Lord. As he did in chapter 14. Now he's going before the king of Syria. This is how we get in trouble. This is how we rely on someone else. Now had he put his hope in God. God may have told him to go and get the king of Syria. I don't know how he was going to handle that situation. I don't know. But what I do know is Asa
0: did not. Rely on the Lord, all right. And Benedad hearkened unto King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel, and they smote Aijon and Dan and Abelmam and all that store cities of Naphtali. And it came to pass when Basha heard it that he left off building of Ramah and let his work cease. Mm-hmm. Then Asa the king took all Judah and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timber thereof wherewith Basha was building. And he built there with Jeba and Mizpah. So we see Asa was still victorious. He
1: was still able to overcome the attack from the king of Israel. He still, through the help of the king of Syria, he got those people to flee, to
0: get out of there. All right. And at that time... Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah now this is the preacher the seers were preachers This is someone God sent to him all right and said unto him because thou hast relied on the king of Syria and not relied on the Lord thy God therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand this is the condition that we find ourselves in so often
1: we start seeking all these other things first Instead of calling on God, this is where we are in the world today because we have so many people. I mean, so many people have talked to me about so many different things. One person, as soon as they see me, uh, because like I said, I've been going to work. I don't know if I said on this one or not, but I've been going to work every day and someone seen me without wearing a mask. And immediately he said they must have they must have raised y'all mask ban around here. And what I tried to get this person to see is that the mask is not what my trust is in. I'm not relying on the mask to save me. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should not wear one. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you shouldn't take medicine. I'm not saying you shouldn't seek a physician. At all. I'm not saying any of those things. But what I am saying is that oftentimes these things are going to fail because they have time and time again. Right now, physicians have failed, us. they don't have an answer. Physicians are trying things, and I'm not trying to degrade any physician out there. But what I'm trying to show is God has the answer. We must rely on him first. And yes, he may use a physician to heal us. He may. Yes, he may use people in certain positions to aid us, to benefit us, because that's what he's done throughout time. There's no way any person in this world could come up with the knowledge, the understanding that they have of of fields that they're in without God allowing information to come into inside of them. And so the thing becomes we put all of our hope and our resources into these people first and foremost instead of relying on God. Because when these people fail us, we don't know where to turn. As soon as someone says, you're going to die, we lose all hope. We, turn, we don't know where to go. But God wants to show us His power. He wants to show us that. You should have your hope in me. You should rely upon me. And not upon people. Because. He's the ultimate power. He. He has everything. Under his control. So. We find the king here. He does the same thing. Some problems we allow. God to handle. Whereas other problems, we feel that they're too big for God. See, at first, we see King Asa, he calls on God immediately. He calls on God to get him out of trouble when he went against the Ethiopians. But now, once it came to the king of Israel, I don't know what his reasoning was for not calling on God. But for some problems, we feel God just ain't going to be enough. Because if you have... A, a minor headache. See. You're okay with that. You say. I know God's going to get me out of this. So I'm going to be fine. Because. We look at that as a small problem. We say. I've had a headache before. I got over that quick. I I, I got past out." But now. If you're diagnosed with a terminally. Uh, a, a terminal disease. A disease that you feel is going to take you out. Such as cancer. Such as. COVID-19 you say man I don't know about this and this ain't looking good I need some I, I gotta go to the doctor this ain't looking good here so depending on the severity of a situation who and what we choose to rely on it changes but we must not waver we must continue to rely on God because again like I said God can use the physician to get you out. He can use any person in any field to get you out. But we must first put all of our reliance on God. Let us not be as
0: the king of Judah did, as King Asa did. All right. Were not the Ethiopians and the Libyans a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand.
1: Now, the preacher comes to King Asa and said, Look, has not God gotten you out of the last situation you were in? We should remember that. When we're in the midst of the storm, God brought us out of the last one. Even though this storm may seem different, From any other that we faced thus far. But God has to strengthen your faith somehow. He has to allow new challenges. To uh, come upon you. And so the seer said. Did not God already bring you through one of these? Why can't he not do it again? Why not rely on God? In this time that we're living in. Why not? rely on the Lord because the people we're looking to for answers they don't have the answer they're praying trying to get the answer so we should be all praying to God for answers we should be praying to God for healing for strength for mercy for his truth for salvation for deliverance these are all things that we need from God but only he can give it to us Now, he's going to use people to do it, no doubt. God has always used people. But we must remember, is God working in people to do it? Because if God does not move, nothing will get done.
0: Nothing will get done without him. All right. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Mm -hmm. Herein thou hast done foolishly Therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars God wants to show his power
1: He wants to show us just how mighty he is When nobody else has an answer When nobody else has a solution God wants to show
0: us he's there He's always been there Alright then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in a prison house, where he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa <laughs> oppressed some of the people at the same time.
1: We, we get mad at the truth. Paul said in one place, have I become therefore your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. Asa got mad with the preacher. Somebody's going to get mad at me. I know when I whenever I begin to talk about these things, people get upset. But at the end of the day, God wants us to rely on him, not on everything else. Again, I'm not saying don't use anything else. That's not what I'm saying. But first and foremost, we must go to him and ask him to guide the situation, to lead us into the places that we should go. To lead those who are working with us. That should be our hope. That should be our faith, our trust.
0: All right. And behold, the acts of Asa first and last. Lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Mm -hmm. And Asa in the 30 and ninth year of his reign was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceeding great. Yet in his disease, he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians. This is happening to so many people right now. So many people,
1: diseases are taking over them to the point where they're becoming exceedingly great. And yet, people still won't turn to God. Still, we're looking to the physician. Still, we're looking to people in high authority in positions. Looking for them to save us, looking for looking to money to save us, looking to so many things instead. Of calling on the one who can save us. He wants to save us. That's all this is showing us right here. It's showing us that if King Asa. If he had of sought the Lord. God would have got him out. There's nothing too hard for God. All King Asa had to do. Was rely on the Lord. And so today. No matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a disease in your feet in your hand in your nose in your brain it doesn't matter none of that matters On the only thing that matters is who do you rely on who is your trust in first and foremost because I've heard many times where someone said something other than what God said I'm reminded and I talked about it last week I believe uh, a person and I don't know the person personally, but I know someone related to them, a uh, person who was struggling with the coronavirus, older gentleman. I don't know his age, but he's an older person because I know his son. Me and his son are about the same age. And I watched this situation transpire, how this person ended up being put in hospital care, being put put in ICU being put on a ventilator, could not breathe for themselves, being in a a, a medically induced coma. And I watched as physicians said that this, and and other people said it. Other people said, I don't believe they're going to make it. Because we looked at how someone said there's a 5% chance, there's a 3% chance, there's a 1%, whatever the percent was. I don't even remember the number specifically, but I watched as so many people gave their input on how this person, they weren't going to make it. They they could not make it because somebody said so. And I said, man, you can't say things like that because we don't know what God is going to do. Despite what anyone says, we must rely on the Lord. Because... I got the update not long ago that now this person has since been cleared, not only of the coronavirus, but now they're able to speak again. Now they were moved a step down from where they were. Now things are looking up. And so I saw how so many people, they didn't rely on the Lord. They relied on what someone else said. And I don't want this to seem as if I'm attacking anyone. The only thing I'm trying to get us to see is we must continue to believe in what God says. Believe in him for miracles. Believe in him for the impossible. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So many of us are doubting him because of how things look. But he's still mighty. He's still trying to show his power in the earth, and he's doing it every day. But somebody missed that miracle. Somebody missed it. Somebody did not catch it the same way uh, the people didn't catch it when Jesus uh, used a few fish and a few loaves of bread to feed so many thousands of people. Somebody missed that miracle. And today, yet and still, somebody's still missing miracles. That God is doing for his people. All we have to do though is rely on him. Seek him. Seek him. Because we see how God used physicians in that story. Even though they said he wasn't gonna make it, God said, Yeah, he is. There's still some more time left. I can bring anyone through. It was a miracle. He's still the same God. He wanted to do this for King Asa. Yet, the Bible tells us, yet in his disease, he saw not the Lord. I watched daily as uh, children of this person, they saw God. They said, look, we asking for everybody's prayers. I watched that. I watched that, How these people, they saw God. Despite what anybody said, that's what God wants from us. He wants us to rely on him because somebody else out there, God's going to do the exact same thing. He's going to take them out of a situation where somebody around them, where friends, family members, where their enemies, they said they ain't going to make it. They'll be dead within an hour. They'll be dead by tomorrow. But God said, no, not today. No, not, not 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 this day. There's more time left. That's what God wants to do for his people. But will you be like King Asa? Will you rely on someone else? Will you put more faith in what they say versus what God says? What will you rely on? So we see here. King Asa. He died.
0: Go ahead and read the next verse for us, Mel. And Asa slept with his fathers and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. He died. All because he would not
1: seek the Lord. But had he sought God, the outcome would have been different. Now, we all have to die. There's no doubt about that. But he wouldn't have died this soon. All because he had his trust in what somebody else said. When what they said went against what God said, God would have saved him. God would have healed whatever disease it was. And he didn't need the medicine to do it. And that's what I was trying to get. Uh, I try to get everybody to see. God goes beyond our technology. He goes beyond our thinking, our mind. Let's go back to, uh, I think it's Genesis 5. Because somebody out there has never read these things. Uh, Genesis 5. And let's start at verse 1.
0: This is the book of the generations of Adam. And the day that God created man in the likeness of God made he him. Now we're back in the beginning. Because I want us to see
1: what God, the things, the many wonderful works that God has
0: worked through us, through the beginning, since the beginning. All right. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Mm hmm. And Adam lived in 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth.
1: Now, Adam lived 130 years before he even had Seth.
0: All right. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were 800 years. And he begat sons and daughters.
1: Now, he lived after Seth another 800 years. Now, you tell me what modern technology did that for him. You tell me what cryotherapy did for him. You tell me what the masseuse did for him. You tell me what type of uh, uh, paraphernalia. He, he didn't have to uh, go and smoke, smoke drugs and do drugs to keep his nerves good. He didn't have to do that. I hear so many people say, I have to do this for my nerves. That's nothing but a trap from the enemy. The enemy wants to bound you spending all your money on drugs. He wants to keep you that way. He wants to keep you addicted because all while you do that, you're not relying on the Lord. You can't rely on God in that state because as soon as you don't have whatever it is that you've been relying on, you go crazy. I've seen it so many times. People, they can't think anymore. They, they don't know how, they're itching, they, they're craving. They can't even, they can't stand still. I've seen people uh, looking for a hit. I mean, it looks like they're going to run across the highway with cars going 80 miles per hour. Asking, man, you know if so-and-so got some? Asking me if I got some? I said, man, you know better than that. You know better than that. I mean, that's just how paranoid people get. All because we're not relying on God. But he wants to elevate us. He wants to free us of bondage that we're in. And so, we must let him. So, we see here. Adam lives 130 years before he has Seth. Now, we know he had Cain and Abel also. But we're just talking about Seth right now. So, he has Seth at 130 years. And he lived 800
0: years after that. Alright? And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years. 930 years. And he never
1: needed any of the things that we have today because some people try to tell me that we wouldn't be where we are today without these things. <laughs> the devil has deceived us. People think that we wouldn't be able to live if we didn't know all the things that we know. See, we know about so many things now. We know about the per- the proper technique to wash your hand. The, the proper temperature that we should cook our food at, uh, how long you should leave your food out before the food goes bad. We know about how mold grows and so, so many things we know about because we become so educated, so intelligent. We put our glasses, see they didn't even have glasses. We put our glasses on and we feel smart. And yet we outsmart ourselves. Because these people live so much longer than we live today. He lived 130 years before he even had Seth. Before he... This is before he even had one of his kids. Now, he had more children before that. But 130 years... We're not even living to 130.
0: You're definitely not having kids <laughs> at that
1: age. <laughs> so, somewhere... We have been deceived. Somewhere, somebody has fooled us into thinking we're so smart that we can outlive these people, that we have a better life than they did because we have technology, because we have cell phones, because we can pull up our cell phone and find what the weather's going to be like. They didn't have a cell phone and yet they, they still outlived us. And none of us are going to live as long as they did, not here on earth. So what I find through reading this, through understanding this, is that we must rely on God first and foremost. I can't put my faith in my cell phone. I can't put my faith in the weather app. I can't put my faith in the sleeping app and I must get this amount of sleep. And if I don't get that sleep, then I'm going to die. I can't put my faith in all these things. I must rely first and foremost on God and all these other things secondary. I'm not saying I don't use the weather app. I use the weather app every day. But I do know the weather man, he gets wrong. The weather woman, she gets wrong. I've seen people get upset with them. Man, y'all lost y'all mind. Why get upset with somebody who's only practicing? They're doing the best that they can. That's what I look at when I see the physician. They're doing the best that they can. They're telling us based off of the knowledge that they have. That's all they're doing. But we have to have an understanding of God. God's knowledge goes beyond all of our knowledge. So, we find Adam lived 930 years. 930. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even imagine it. Because I'm only 26 years old. To live 930 years old. We have so many people today struggling to move at age 50. At age 60. At age 70. Barely can move. These people were fine. And they didn't have the cane that we have. They didn't have the motor scooter that we have. They didn't have. <laughs> they didn't have that electric chair now that we have. They didn't. Somebody came to my job. He had a prosthetic leg. He talked about how he can hook it up to the Wi-Fi, or, or Bluetooth. Excuse me, to the Bluetooth. I can't remember how many thousands of dollars. I Think he said fifty thousand. I can't remember though. But he talked about all these things. That this prosthetic leg could do. And yet. I see people in this time. Living to be six, seven, eight hundred years old. And both of their legs work fine. I know that's God. I know my hope is in him. I'm relying on him. To keep me. I don't care if somebody tells me my legs about to rot off. I'm relying on God. And saying, I know he can take everything out of there that shouldn't be in there. He can make me whole. That's what we find. Let's let's pick that up. Uh, It's in the book of Luke, the 8th chapter. Luke, the 8th chapter. And I think I want around verse 43. We find so many people who needed help. And they chose to rely on the Lord. Luke 8 and 43. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years. Now, we've read this story so many times. She had an issue for 12 long years. I know that's a long time. 12 years. All right. Which had spent all her living upon physicians. She She gave all her money to the physician. She gave all her money to those that she felt could help her. And they tried. I know they tried. But they could not help
0: her. All right. Neither could be healed of any. Mm -hmm. Came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stanched. She, She decided that she wanted to try
1: the one that she had heard of. The one that she heard was healing so many people. The one that was making so many holes. She wanted to rely on the Lord. She wanted to rely on God. So
0: she tried him. All right. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee. And sayest thou, Who touched me? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue was gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people For what cause she had touched him And now she was healed immediately And how she was healed immediately Mm -hmm. And he said unto her Daughter be of good comfort Thy faith hath made thee whole Go in peace Thy faith hath made thee whole Faith healed her Relying on
1: God healed her Because she heard about him She heard the word And so she decided I'm going to try I'm going to Seek him. That's what she decided to do. And because she did that, she was made whole. That's where we are today. We have to have the faith in him. And believe that he can make us whole. He can bring us out of any situation. These are words of life. These are words of happiness. If this doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. To know that God is going to work a work in you, that's that's unbelievable to so many people. To so many people, they're going to say, I don't see how that's possible. Reading in Genesis 5, so many people say, I don't, a lot of people say, I don't believe that. There's no way they live to, to be 900 years old. There's no way they live to 800 years old. So many people are going to say they don't believe it. They have no faith in God. But if that be the case, how can you expect to go to heaven and live for all of eternity? It's not going to be the ice box that preserves you if you make it to heaven. It's not going to be the ice box. It's not going to be the technology that does it for you. It's not going to be the government. So many people rely on the government. Because we feel if they don't pass this law, if we don't get this person in office, the world is going to crumble. What happened to relying on God first and foremost? God's going to accomplish whatever it is that he needs to accomplish, no matter who's in office. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump, uh, Ben Sanders, or whatever his name is. I don't even know all these people's names. It doesn't matter if Hillary Clinton's in office. It doesn't matter. God's going to accomplish what he needs to accomplish. So we have to rely on him. It doesn't matter who the mayor is. It doesn't matter who the police officer is. If he's a crooked police officer, if he's a straight police officer, if he's doing right, it doesn't matter. God's still going to protect you. He's still going to take care of you. He's been doing it since the beginning of time. It's been wicked people since time began. And God is still looking out for his people to this very day. So, we must, as saints of God, remember who to put our trust in, who to rely on. We must remember to look to the hills from whence cometh our help. Jesus went to the hill. He's going to be our help. Our help comes from the Lord. And he's going to sustain us. He's going to give us life. He told us he came to give us life and that more abundantly. He's going to provide everything we need. He takes care of the animals. He takes care of the sparrows. Are we not much more than they? Are we not worth so much more to God? I know there's so many people that feel like nobody cares about them, but God does. And he sent people in this world to care about you too. So we just have to continue to hold on to the hope. To the love that God has shined on us. The love that we've seen from God by giving his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. So that we can live. And that we can have joy in a world where People want to steal your joy. People want you to be upset. People want you to be angry, depressed, down. People don't want to see you doing better than they are. People don't want to see you in that state. Jealousy, envy, anger, hatred. There's so many things in the world that we live in. But God is still able. He's still able to help you overcome all of these things. And he's going to do it. But only if you seek him. Only if we choose to rely on him. And not rely on everything else around us. So this is the option that we have today. And I'm going to wrap it up here. Because I've been talking for a while. But this is the choice that we have. Choose ye this day whom you will serve, choose this day. Are you going to rely on God or are you going to continue to rely on so many other things, things that keep you in turmoil? I mean, we see so many things that discourage us. We look on the news and so-and-so is looking like this person is going to be elected. That, that discourages us. We look at the police officer did this. That discourages us. We look at the mayor said this, that discourages us. We look at our friends said that discourages us. We look at so many things, so much negativity instead of keeping our eyes stayed on him, stayed on the Lord. But if we were to do that, he'd keep us in perfect peace. We'd be happy all the time. We'd have joy all the time. If we continue to rely on God, if we continue to remember, man, none of this stuff matters at the end of the day because I know one thing. God is faithful. He's going to do all he said he'd do. And he told me he'd never leave me and he'd never forsake me. He told me he'd always take care of me. So only if we sought him, only if we remembered to continue to trust Him. But some problems, just like King Asa. Some problems we look at and we say, I need somebody else. Somebody else got to do this. I let God do the last one. But this one this one, just a little bit different. We minimize God. We put Him in a box. We feel that He can only do certain things for us. And some stuff God just can't do. Sometimes people say, what does God have to do with this? <laughs> they say, you bring God into everything. <laughs> Is he not everywhere? Is he not closer than your skin? I like that song. That's a good song. <laughs> the song right says he's closer than your skin. Because he's there. He's always there. He hears everything. He sees everything. He never sleeps. He's not like us. He has no weaknesses. He's mighty to save. He's all strength and power. He's due all the glory and honor. So once we begin to recognize just how amazing the God that we say we believe in is. Once we recognize that we'll be different people will be a strong people because our strength doesn't doesn't dwell in us it doesn't come from us our strength comes from God who resides in us that's where our strength comes from that's where Adam's strength came from to walk the earth and he didn't need <laughs> he didn't need that motor chair his strength came from God he didn't need to be on uh, the diabetes pills, he didn't need that. He didn't need the high blood pressure, high blood pressure pills because his strength came from God. That's where we have to get back to. And I'm not again. I'm not saying don't take your medicine. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying recognize that it's God. He can bring you off of those things. That's the faith that we must elevate ourselves to, to know that God had to bless somebody with the knowledge on what we needed in the first place. God had to do that. But don't limit him into thinking without this said thing, I couldn't exist. Now that, that, that's, that, that's against him. God can do all things. So I'm going to turn it back over to Melvin. <laughs> Because I'll continue talking because God has been good to me. God has shown me so many things. And I don't deserve any of it. I'm not worthy of anything that God has done for me. But I'm thankful he continues to bless me. He continues to take care of me. So I'm going to turn it over to Melvin. <laughs> and I appreciate you guys
0: for listening. Yeah. So Melvin, you got it. I <laughs> mean... Well, I know I'll be the first to say that God has definitely also been good to me, great to me. And like Tony said, I'm not worthy of it. You know, um, we've all done things that we're not proud of, but um, God is merciful. And I'm very thankful, very appreciative of that because a lot of times I've, I've gotten things and he's done things for me that I didn't deserve at all, at all. And you definitely rely on a lot of outside sources other than going to God. I know a lot of people do a lot of different things to get that, that feel good, that good sensation. And a lot of times that's that's drugs and it could be other up medicine or anything. But one thing about that is just when somebody does a certain drug for the first time and they get high, it, it doesn't take much that first time. But the more that they do it, the more it takes for them to get that feel good sensation and the less they feel good on that. But when it comes to God, it, it it won't be like it won't be that way. And you don't have to pay for that for his services. So we definitely need to rely on God. And if I can um, speak on Tony's behalf, he was in a situation where he thought he was going to die and he had to rely on God. If I'm not mistaken, you did seek doctors. Mm -hmm. Without any answers So all these different things And when you turn to the Lord Everything was alright Just like we read with the one with the issue of blood Just like we read with King Asa Back in the Old Testament When he did actually rely on the Lord The Lord came through And we serve that same God today But we always Tell God how big our problems are Instead of telling our problems How big our God is We I always, like Tony said earlier, think that some of our problems are too big for God, so we lose all hope. We talked about this plenty of times before. Trusting in God. Do we really trust the Lord? Where is our hope? Do we look to the hill? We talked about all of these things before. So we definitely have uh, to rely on the Lord, rely on the Lord, because he he has the power to bring us through all of our situations. All, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Is our trust really in the Lord? Um, do we look at the Lord and get our joy and sense of com- comfort from him or through our physical outside situations? And we talked about how Peter saw, well, all of the apostles saw Jesus out there on the water and Jesus allowed Peter to walk on the water and then he he started looking at the wind blowing the, the lightning sh- striking and then he started to lose hope and then he started to sink it was not until he regained his faith in the lord because <laughs> jesus said oh ye of little faith until he regained his faith in the lord that's when he was all right and when are we going to actually do god's will on earth because i mean we, play, we pray it all the time Uh, The prayer goes, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will. we're saying your will be done on earth as your will is done in heaven. So in other words, we're saying, let it be on earth just like it is in heaven. But we're not acting that way. We're all we're all turning against one another, which we're all saying "What's mine is mine. And I'm not saying with anybody, but that's not that's not his will. And it's not his will that any of us shall perish, yet people are perishing every day. Every day. But but we're not um, saying these things to scare anybody. We're just saying it in hope that you might understand the um, seriousness of everything basically dealing with God. Because there are a lot of things that we are oblivious to in the Bible. And I know that a lot of times we get on here and talk about stories that nobody knows about. So we're we're always happy to um, bring those to your attention, and we hope that you guys get something from each and every one of our messages week in and week out. And I don't have any any other announcements or anything else to say. So again, we just thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out with us, listening to what we have to say. Because if you're if you're seeking the Lord, you're definitely in the minority. If you want to learn about the Lord, you're definitely in the minority because. We as a a human race seem to just put God on the back burner and and definitely we should not do that. Definitely we should seek him and seek he first, the kingdom of God, which is the Holy Ghost and his righteousness, not our own righteousness, but his righteousness and all these things will be added. So again, thank you for tuning in. This is week 64, April 23rd, 2020. Audio versions of this message will be uploaded to all major podcast platforms shortly thereafter. And as always, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And I see we don't have any other comments. So we'll end it there and we'll see you guys next Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys be blessed and stay safe.